Hey, all you fuckers out there. Welcome to See What Sticks episode they're involunt- something. Or they're involuntarily not fuckers. What if they're, they're incels, then they're are not fuckers. fuckers by definition. Right. That's but the true. Man, no, the woman is holding them down. They, they want to be fuckers. Mm. That's yeah, right. I, hold on. Let me trim my neck beard real quick. <laughs> so uh, this is theme episode. This is the sex, drugs, and rock and roll episode. Everything about what, I read that yeah, wrong. I, I thought it was the about. me episode. What the hell? So everything with mine is about me. What else is new? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got uh, Doctor Reverend Chuck so, Theodore Esquire Emeritus Jr. First, dear no. <laughs> and Bobby Banter, what's going on? Uh, Anybody want to get into it? I'll get into it. Okay, all right. So while I was with the Pirates, <laughs> y'all talked about some of the coolest shit ever, like Paranormal. Seriously, that was a great Paranormal. was a great movie. It was wonderful. You talked about the para- Paranormal, legalization of drug, legislating morality, Yoga pants. I like yoga pants. I I like the proper application of yoga pants. Yes, if approved by the commission. Well, the last time I put them on, they grip my <laughs> grip my berries a little too tight. Yeah, and so I was doing the weird stretches and stuff like that. And they still have an inseam, and that inseam hit there, <laughs> hit the split, but it caught my wiener right on the urethra. So then I had this sudden urge to pee. And unfortunately, trying to peel down those things when they're that tight and you've already built up a sweat, it's like Ross in the fake leather pants. Well, I'm going to edit that right out. <laughs> you, ever, you, ever had a, uh, you ever had a catheter? No, no. I have yeah. had, I've had several colonoscopies, and some of them uh, were from doctors. <laughs> they're not comfortable catheters. Have you ever had, you ever had a, uh, a stint in your dick? No, but one time, um, not comfortable. I, I I was on was it amoxicillin, some kind of a cillin, penicillin, or something stuff? like that, and it gave me a yeast infection, and so they had to culture it. So they take this Q-tip that was felt like it was about the size of my fist and jam it down there. Oh, that's that, not yeah. It yeah. smarted. I that's was un- like, I was unhappy. The worst thing. Anything that has to go in that direction. The pee hole, yeah. The pee hole is just, I can't. Like, you think your dick shrivels when you get in a cold swimming pool? When, when a doctor comes at, an old dude comes at you with a, with a Q-tip this long mm. and with a fifth-sized piece of cotton on the end of it, your dick retreats and gets somewhere up around your shoulder blades. <laughs> I'm just I, saying. No, I, I, you know, it's got to run and hide. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the disadvantages of having the shit on the outside of your body, you know? It's like it's always there. It's exposed at all times, you know? I mean, well, if I'm, it's not ex- saying I want, I'm not saying I want my shit on the end. I'm, it's exposed even when it's covered, you know what I mean? You know, that got a lot of Roman Catholic priests in trouble for exposing it on the outside. Right. <laughs> what are we talking about today? All right, well, we're going to talk about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Nothing I had- yet. 
Yeah. Apparently, apparently also urethras. Yes, urethras. Which, Urethra Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> which kind of fits the, the theme anyway. Uh, my first topic was going to be about the, uh, the mythical uh, clitoris. Well, I was going to say, just because uh, just there's, you know, a lot of people in rock and roll, when they piss, it burns. Yeah. I'm just saying. So I can understand how it all ties together. My lyrics are fire, so sometimes they, they burn when they piss. Sorry about that taint, though. Go back. What were you saying again, taint? I'm sorry. Oh, I, well, I was thinking about, like, the, all these people talking about the clit. I don't think it's real. Um, it's just a myth. No, I'm just because you've kidding. never found it. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I have no idea. No, I'm just kidding. My first first topic for this is uh, the mythical ever, G spot. Yes, you all ever been caught jerking by who? Anybody? Anybody? This yep. is uh, it goes back for, uh, for as long as long as long as you want to go. And I've got a story that actually hits two of the three themes. <laughs> I've been I've been caught by my mom. That was uh that was fun. <laughs> I had some friends over and one of them brought a penthouse and went and used my parents' bathroom and left the penthouse in the bat sitting in the bathroom. So then dad came and had to talk to me about it. And so then I had to have a talk to my friend. <laughs> and it's like, dude, dude, did Bro. did you yank in my parents' bathroom? Really? And really? if you're gonna bring a penthouse and not share, that ain't cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's broken. Yeah. I've Broke been caught code. twice in my life. Pages uh, stuck together and officially. shit. So here's my here's my sex and rock and roll getting caught. I don't know. I, I'm a teenager of some age. I don't know. Dad and I are home. Dad is gonna run. It's like a Saturday, and we're we're painting cabinets or taking them down or doing something. Dad's like, I'm gonna run to the hardware store, wherever it is. And I don't remember all the details, but whatever it was, it, it made, it sounded like a good time to jack it. And I was a little too brash here because I was spread out on the bed, door open with Metallica's and Justice for All cranked <laughs> and just going at it. That's, what and, that's, um, that's your theme that, song, huh? Yes. And, uh, Dad came home during, and I didn't hear him come home. And I heard his voice around the corner, like, "Are right, you all right? You ready to get these cabinets going or whatever?" And then he turned the corner, and he was like, "Oh, disappeared." I zipped up. Was he proud? And it's never been spoken of again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like you were hate fucking yourself to Metallica's "Injustice for All." <laughs> I probably was, but you know. That's okay, right? I mean, you know, however you right. get off is however you get I, off. I've yeah. never been auditory. I don't know. It was just, I don't know. I was, I, I'm a rock and roll dude. I had a girlfriend <laughs> in college who liked to have sex to Pink Floyd, and you want to talk about tough. Oh, oh no. Oh. no it screws with your rhythm, and they're whining the whole time, and mm -hmm. the music's only mediocre to begin with. Oh, I mean, I mean, get, get the fuck out of here. 
I I am anti Pink Floyd to begin with, and then oh, that like if I never I like hear Pink Floyd. Floyd again, I'll be perfectly fine. Isn't it depressing? Because don't their songs last like eleven minutes, and they only last like a minute and a half? <laughs> I I got through the first verse ish. Um, <laughs> the uh, lunatic was on the grass, and so were you, and then you were done. <laughs> say, animals, you, animals is you, a good album to fuck. Dude. Tell the difference between a Cold Steel Rail and her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't listen to Pink Floyd to this day just because it's a. And she was nuts. I mean, I I like Pink Floyd, but I, it would definitely not be my choice for fucking music. Uh, no, it can, it can be good, but it's a different, it's a different type of fucking. I think like Moody that. Blues would be good. <laughs> like if you're like tripping or on drugs, speaking of drugs and rock and roll, like sex with drugs and the Moody Blues, I think you could get down, like. Nights in white satin. <laughs> That's too slow. I need something, slow. something with a distinct BPM going. Oh, they've got, they've got that too. So that you ride know. my seesaw. <laughs> ride my seesaw. You know that one. All right. You know, I and think they, my, I, think, I think my dick would get bored listening to Nights in White Satin. <laughs> They'd be like, bro, no, we're out of here. <laughs> this shit i think you want want the music just a little scary so it keeps everything nice and crisp and i tight. like i like just background noise it doesn't have to be anything in particular like your I, kids screaming and playing in the next room that's horrible <laughs> totally messes with you nobody well, gets works. into that no but um no that, that that's exciting because you're like we could we could get caught any second no but i like um i like it when it's just I don't know. As long as it's not totally silent, I don't like total silence. Not big on that. And all you can hear is the. Do me again. Is that what it sounds like for you? No, that was actually a poop sound. Oh, okay. Uh, when I, he had his last heart attack, he said it exactly like that. <laughs> I need music to drown out all the crying. <laughs> yours or hers <laughs> yes. both, both. <laughs> yeah. yes all of the above <laughs> yes oh man but it's but that's because it's such a beautiful moment <laughs> uh i made the mistake at one point of having sex with the tv on one time didn't work i got totally distracted sham wow so, no you <laughs> i can say that how old were you guys when you lost your virginity chuck's still waiting to lose his but... yeah and uh, 15 and years what? old, 12 days before I turned 16. Given or receiving? <laughs> Given. <laughs> oh, okay. 63, 64, something like that. Hey, you finally, finally got it done. Hey. It was your, your birthday fist, present. Does your fist count? <laughs> You're fisting yourself, does that count? No. No? <sighs> How old are you all? Where are you all? Was sixteen. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. I think yeah. it was. I think I would just turned eighteen. Yeah. Mm. In my defense, most of the girls in my neighborhood were hooches and like would have done me when I was twelve. But I was like, "Oh, you're fucking gross." In my defense, <laughs> I lived way out in the country, and everybody was related. Yeah, that's true. So that that limits the pool real quickly if you're not willing to, you know. And a lot the of the girls. A lot of the girls my age. Where you're from? I think a lot of the girls my age had banged my older brother, so I was definitely not about that. Oh yeah. Uh, you don't want you don't want older brother sloppy seconds. 
he was five years older than me. So if they were banging my older brother, I was like, damn. Man. Plus, they were dumb. They were dumb. I couldn't talk to them. You know, I'd be like, hey, how you doing? Well, you, don't need to, you don't need to talk to them for sex. Dude, I don't have that kind of game, and I definitely don't look good enough to do anything other than talk. <laughs> oh, so I was so in preparation for this, I was standing completely naked in front of a mirror. And, uh, well, in my daughter's room, but she wasn't in, here. In order to prepare um, to talk to three other dudes, you stood naked? Yeah, yeah. Well, because we were talking, we were talking about our first topic was sex, and I'm and I'm sitting there going, "What's wrong with my wife that she finds this sexy?" That literally <laughs> literal statement went through my head, and so then I turned sideways. And I'm like, "Well, maybe you know, you know, like the models, they have that three quarter profile. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in profile. No, it looks worse." <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's just a it's acceptance at this point. You know, and try well, standing on the mirror next time. See what that well, looks like. And well, and then I was like, Am I then I got into the whole thing of am I too hairy? Do I, I need to manscape? How small my penis is when I stand on the mirror. And then yeah, and then it, it was it was a rabbit hole you don't want to travel down. I'm just saying once you're once you're married, you don't have to manscape anymore. You know, you just let that shit grow. The veritable well, force. Well, then down I was there. Sitting, right. then it I was a veritable force down there. If you go on a, a like a a weekend getaway or something though, you might want to hit that up. I thought you had to trim it back so your wee wee looks bigger. For what? (laughs) I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, how does the how does the change change of scenery change? (laughs) (laughs) To what end? (laughs) Y'all ain't doing it right. I I I heard you're supposed to shave the base and it adds an inch. (laughs) I have I've trimmed before. I don't. I won't do it anymore. It's like when it grows back. It's the itchiest, gr- most uncomfortable thing. I just what? I was curious about waxing. Then I mean, would that? How horrible would that be? Put me down for not that. You should try some nair. <laughs> I once accidentally got icy hot in that region. Mm. Uh, I pulled a garage and just totally slathered it with icy hot, not thinking it through. Oh. Uh, yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> yeah, not the I walked like I'd ridden a horse for like six months straight for like an hour. I've had like like Tiger Bomb, which is like more intense than Icy Hot, and then it's not not a good thing. All right, so do you all have any uh any getting caught stories before we move on? Um, walked in on my brother one time, then walked in <laughs> on my brother. But well, like getting caught just in general, like I had a girl, he, he had a girlfriend over and I didn't know it. And his bed was in a loft and all of a sudden he jumps down and we're sitting there talking and stuff like that. And she's kind of hid in the loft bed in the covers and stuff like that. And then I noticed that, huh, there's a bra on the floor. Oh, there's a, and then I'm wised up and, you know, did the Homer Back that into the <laughs> <laughs> I got a uh, I got a friend who um well my best friend growing up sadly no longer with us but he uh he probably got caught by everybody in our friend group multiple times because <laughs> we were just like his apartment was like the apartment to hang out at and you know I had a key to it but like we would just like you know just walk in and if you walk in on Steve, there's good possibility 
he's gonna be jacking. <laughs> well, you, when you get older, Announce you yourself. learn that your your security system has to have some redundancy to it. Oh, the Mormons one time. That was funny. So, <laughs> so I had had, I guess it was, it may have been Joan. So it, it was somebody they'd stayed over and, and we, we had made peace. We, you, I drew East Germany on me. She drew West Germany on her. And then we, you know, got rid of the Berlin Wall. It was yeah. exciting. Uh, you do one in red and one in blue, and then you, you stop when everybody's purple. Um, Re Reagan would be proud. <laughs> That's right. And uh, uh, I, I, the Mormons came, and so I got up and answered the door, but I pulled on my boxers, but they, like, totally winked. And so just flopped out. And I just nice. remember this little old lady doing one of those looks. And I was, no, that – yeah, I was hungover too. This was in college when I had an apartment. So not Joan. Not Joan. Not Joan. <laughs> Don't tell Joan about this. I would never and, had her at work. And yeah, and like yeah, just little little Willie's dangling at the door. And yeah. But you had your special underwear on, right? I had boxers. That was back in the old days when I liked to hang loose. If you had your special Mormon underwear on, that would have never happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually had a uh, Penelope sort of caught me one time, sort of. Um, well, when when we uh, when we got married, my libido was just fucking on eleven all the time, and uh, she sleeps deep. And um, I had gotten away with just like kind of while she's sleeping, working it out. And uh, one time she kind of wake up. She's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, and I just like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm asleep." <laughs> <laughs> she fake a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Oh, there are times I'm sure that Joan would be like, "Ah, thank God, get it out of your system." Yeah. <laughs> as long as you don't touch me, do what you gotta do. I mean, I've been with Carolyn for. 20 years so i mean there's definitely a time where she's you know i won't say caught but was aware you know what i mean oh yeah <laughs> it's like she knows what you're doing in there <laughs> you dirty boy you 45 minute shower but i think in, tw in the 20 years though that we, you know maybe maybe once or twice like while she's in the bed next to me like like asleep it just it's an uncomfortable feeling for me and and definitely not a good feeling like if they're awake like and watching like I can't do that people like people like that like jack off with each other and next to each other that ain't my thing it's a solo activity that's why oh no no that's totally happened well you know for me it's a solo activity yeah you do you Chuck literally <laughs> that's what we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> all right keep it rolling. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Somebody go. What about um, sexcapade? <laughs> no, just, uh, you know, um, sexual conquests, uh, stories of, of your youth, maybe. Uh, Joan listens to this. I'm going to certainly start making up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she won't be able to tell truth from, from, from reality. Well, um yeah i'll tell you like uh, my best friend i was talking about before um 
one time we uh, we left school early. We took these two girls back to my parents' house. They were uh, they were high school. They, I was a senior. He was a junior, and I think these girls were sophomores. But um, anyway, I uh, had sex with one of them in the in my bedroom, and he got jacked off in the living room. Then went back to school, dropped him back off. That was that was uh, so you could do that in high school. It was um, best third period ever. <laughs> it was you know. It was, uh, but I don't know, like, um, and it would like guilt-free, you know, like you don't really, you know, it's just, those are, miss those days. <laughs> when it was almost <laughs> exercise. Right. Yeah. Um, I've had, uh, I've had both styles of threesomes. What do you mean? Oh, man, uh, uh, man, man, girl. MMF and MFF, both. Hmm. I've never had two girls or two guys. I feel plenty inadequate with just one. So adding, adding another it, there, it realizing college. and realizing that I'm completely useless <laughs> at some point in that. The the MFF was college. The M M F was after college. That's called a gangbang. No, that's called a it's called running a train. That's what it was. And and you know, I'm not I'm not into like my dick touching stuff that like we talked about that in another episode yeah we did so you just like you can you can set it up so it's 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 not facing amy you know somebody's in it somebody somebody somebody's in one hole and then you get you know dick sucked or whatever yeah basically yes and then you trade off yeah how can it be fun for a girl in a gangbang because at some point you're just a sack of friction with different <laughs> openings. That's what I always call my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't listen to this. Um, I I think she, uh, she refuses to listen to this. I don't know. I think I think it's you know I I don't know. I don't like to be judgmental, um, but I mean I, I do. I, I guess there are some women that would find pleasure in that. You know having all of the orifice, orifices filled. I would um, think it would be overstimulating. Maybe. But I mean, well, like, I can't have cake and ice cream together and I get overstimulated, so. <laughs> uh, well, I definitely think if you're completely mentally healthy, you probably wouldn't be into that, is my guess. That's my guess. I want to... F- Listeners out there, if you're a completely mentally healthy female, one, why the fuck are you listening to us? But yeah. two, email us and and we will interview you because that confuses me. What's my email address? Yeah. What's our email address? See what sticks pod at gmail.com. Yes. There you go. See what sticks pod at gmail.com. We our inbox is always full. Constantly sure. getting bombarded with emails might take us a couple weeks to get back <laughs> yeah but yeah CC so, doesn't they don't they don't um check these areas do they? <laughs> there's a there's a lot of polyamory that confuses me type stuff like <laughs> like swingers like i don't uh, i don't get that like you know you're on one side of the room potentially with some dude's wife and you're looking at like, your wife as she's lovingly you know slobbering on his slong I feel like it's yeah. hard for that to work long term, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I actually uh, know a guy that um, 
I don't know him super well, but like enough to where I'd see social media posts that like his wife that they had a kid together or girl. I don't know if they were married or not. And uh, we had a common friend and I was like, oh, that's all they broke up. That, that sucks. And uh, she said, well, they were in an open relationship or at least he was. And it didn't work out. Yeah, I think I think that that's um, ultimately ultimately what tends to happen is it starts as open or we're sh- you know we share and this and that and then um, you know eventually somebody does something without the other one. Well, I mean, think about it. If you get three kids together to play, like your kids, three of them mm-hmm. are playing. One of them's going to get pissed off. Yeah, every time. So they, I did, I just don't understand that part of it but i do i mean i do understand that the 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 need or desire to you know spray your seed in multiple variety yeah have you all seen the waco the waco documentary oh yeah oh the uh the koresh i mean it's not obviously it's not limited to only that documentary if you know the story well you would know but like the he he was the only one allowed to do the deed with the wives of these other people because he he was the only one who could support the sin of it yeah the rest of them they have a a scene in there which i don't know how dramatized it is but he's he's slapping it with his wife and he and he's like slows down he's like oh no i'm starting to enjoy it she's like just fucking enjoy it but you know he's oh it's we're some of them uh is young it's like 11 years old yeah, that's not cool. That yeah. is not cool. But it's also not cool. Like, I would not be cool with joining the cult if only the cult leader could bang my wife. Unless you were the cult leader. Yeah, then it's fine. Well, then you yeah. started the cult. And um, that's the thing I was going to say is, you know, because you started saying I, I wouldn't be cool with joining a cult, dot, dot, dot. But I mean, uh, I just ended as I would just not join you ever see the wild wild country documentary oh, that one's a cool that one's a good one too i'd be all about that cult well i heard that you would want to be a cult the cult was a band so now that i've i've, I've rocked I'm talking, about, talking about a different kind of cult they wear blue and white yeah they wear what blue and white yeah but you've also got what was that the cult that they all the men all castrated totally themselves to- Tana's totally missing out on the cult that I'm talking Tana's about. Tana's lost cult. Cult. Oh, the cult? Yes. Cults. The blue and white? Like, the cults. cults. Yeah. That's the cult you would want to be in? <laughs> no, I want to be in the wild, wild, the, what, I can't think of God the name damn it. of it. I can't, I can't run toss the pig the skin. Sideline. I can't <laughs> okay. run sideline. Right. Well, you don't have to run sideline to sideline. You can, you, be, be, you can be the third yeah. string. You've only got to be good for 15 seconds and then linebacker. you get a two minute break. That's be, true. <laughs> now, you don't want to be a middle linebacker because even if, even if you don't play, you'd be on special teams and then you still get a chance. You know, you'd rather be a third string quarterback. Real talk. You get to wear the red jersey, nobody knocks you out. Jim Sorgi had the best job ever in the world. He backed up yeah. Peyton Manning. Yeah. I mean, that's. He played and, like three games in his career, his right, long and, career. Right, and made fifteen, twenty million dollars, whatever. Yeah, he did all right. Um, probably did some local commercials. But he has <laughs> a he, podcast. I think he broadcasts now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he does. And that's the thing. Like, if you are a local celebrity, 
Um, I would say like like in um, where do we live this week? What our city? Same. Are we in San Seattle? We're in Seattle this week. Yeah. Downtown. No, we're in Chaz. We're in Chaz. Chaz. So San Chaz. So like so like so like if the you know like if you play for the University of Chaz, pretty much any sport, and you and you come, I think I could make their team. Probably could, but you come back home after your career is over, you should be able to make a living somewhere doing something. Yeah have connections you should have um i don't know like like if you're a division one athlete you should the whole point of being a division one athlete in my opinion if you're not going to go pro which the vast majority of mark is to network you've got such an opportunity to network how do we get on sports this is sex drugs and rock and roll we're going to move it on yeah move, move it keep it moving well you also got to think sports and rock and roll they've kind of meshed because they're both entertainment industries now yeah and like true. you know are you ready for some football? So, like the the rappers Monday don't want to be athletes, and the athletes don't want to be rappers. Yep. Yeah. Duck. Yeah. You're both. And Carl Malone. And Carl Malone. Carl Malone, bright man, intelligent guy. I did enjoy the Super Bowl shuffle back in the day. Yeah. I couldn't remember the words. That's why I went for the Monday Night Football theme. Yeah. Hank Williams Jr. That guy. Yeah. Yeah, like, why I, did they take it away from him, really? I prefer <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Well, I think because Hank Williams Jr. is kind of an asshole. He's sexy. Sexy beast. He's, he's like, super right-wing conservative. Oh, Probably. Carrie Underwood is uh, super Sunday night now. I'm sure she's a NASCAR fan. Yeah. NASCAR, no Confederate flags. That was a big deal. Yeah, that's 20 years too late. Yeah, or a hundred years too late, man. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so Chuck, though, you are an athlete and a rapper. Yes, yes. So I I was on uh, a two championship teams. Uh, once when I was in eighth grade, the Waves, and uh, uh, once when I was uh, playing, uh, we playing the uh, European game football. Um, with with my compatriots uh, Taint and uh, Cyrano, uh, we were also champions. We uh, were my, champions. My best move was walking over to the ref politely and saying, realize that I'm fat. Once I start running, I can't turn and I can't stop. So when I <laughs> knock these people down, it's a complete accident. And so occasionally, actually pretty often, I wouldn't get called for just leveling people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good strategy. Um, so a question though, back to uh, your music career. Cause we were talking yes. about that last yes. I, I didn't prepare anything cause it was rock and roll. Well, that's okay. But rich rap that's, heritage. that's okay. But my question was how many, uh, how many uh, hits did you get on your YouTube page after, after uh, last, last week's episode or last time? Are we talking bong or are we talking like people clicking the like button? Yeah, like like views. They don't even views. have views. Oh, let me let me go look. Man, I got a slow connection. This is uh, an audio format. Um, Dead silence is always the best thing. To have. Well, I was hoping yes, y'all. I was hoping y'all would vamp. I can. T I can talk. 
Sure. Maybe oh, Sereno sure. will come up with a sex, drugs, and rock and roll topic. Rev. Doctor. Is he even here? Chuck. I don't know. He's my door. Headpiece. Sereno, what you got? Uh, let's see. Mine are all related to sex, drugs, and rock and roll, but none of them are really that great. So, how about the best concert you ever attended? Best rock concert you ever attended? Ooh. Weird Al. <laughs> right. We said rock. <laughs> so big and rich guy plays a fucking accordion oh, did you actually see Weird Al live because I think yes. it'd be, yes. I, it would be cool to see him live but 12, I totally got to see him live 12k but it's, what, it's the one where I auto-tuned my preaching <laughs> <laughs> 12, oh, I got you 12,000 that's, that's his YouTube hits uh, best concert for me is easy though actually um, I am a big Tool fan. I should turn the comments on. <laughs> and I've seen Tool three times, and the first time I saw them was in 1996. Damn at, you a, at a little general admission club when their second full-length album had come out. They had not blown up to to how huge they are now. Now they're a huge tool. <laughs> that was a dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> but but you could you could stand right in front of the stage. There was like a pit. I mean, it was just it was intimate. And for a band that big, that's a rarity. I saw Nine Inch Nails uh, in the Boathouse in Norfolk, which is a small club, and Trent Reznor kicked me in the face. Hell by yes, ac- by accident. Because he thought he thought you were his dad. It was a 19, it was the summer of 1989. Damn, you old. Oh, I, was, I was 50. Um, <laughs> the Nine Inch Nails concert. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also saw Tori Amos there, uh, her little earthquakes tour. And I, I, I think she literally had an orgasm playing the piano. And every dude in that place wanted to be that piano bench because she just writhed on the thing. It was, yeah. Speaking nice. of masturbation, there was probably somebody jerking in that crowd too. Yeah. <laughs> I've also seen the Fresh Beat Band, so suck it. The Fresh Beat Band? That's What the hell's that? Uh, they were on maybe Nickelodeon or something uh, for a while. Look, look, bitch, I've seen the Wiggles in concert, so the Fresh Beat Band can suck the Wiggles cocks. <laughs> It's all the drive-by truckers. They're good. And uh, Murray Wiggle is a big motherfucker. Like, dude's yeah. like six seven. I was like... The, th- the thing about the Wiggles, I dare you to not have a Wiggle song in your head all week if you've got little kids that watch the Wiggles. Real talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I, w- I went through a, a period where I was a really big Sticks fan, um, which uh, I don't care what y'all think, so... Okay. Yeah, because... Uh, that's like, good because I've lost all respect for you. I like but, your uh, and, You and uh, Adam Sandler. But, right, exactly. Um, I, I always think about that. But so I went to a Sticks and Ariel Speedwagon concert. Sticks was the uh, second act. And like my favorite song by Sticks is Renegade. Uh, do you know that song? Um, no. Does you anybody? Know song, Sarah? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, mama, I'm in fear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I can't sing, but I okay. So that was the encore song. It was because I didn't think they were gonna play it, and then it was the encore song, and that was that was pretty cool. Um, I saw I saw Kiss for their farewell tour, 
Am I <laughs> their thirty fifth farewell? Right. Yeah. Um, with or without makeup. Remember the tour they did without makeup and like nobody showed up. Uh, they, they they were in full makeup on this one. Oh, that's good. Can't I was told I saw Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I went to see Dave Matthews at uh, in Williamsburg before they hit it big, and I think I was the only like this dude. And I I had a very sheltered young life. I'm sitting there and I'm with this girl and I'm like, ah, she's hot. This may work out. Then like this dude passes a, a joint down to her and she's like, ah, yeah. And she's, she's on it. Like it's the best dick she ever sucked. And then she passed it to me and I'm like, what is this? And she's like, it's pot. And I was like, oh, and I passed it to the next person. And then I realized very quickly, I am the only person not smoking out of like 500 people. Including Dave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They were so friggin' rocked. Dave got and, sober though, didn't he? I don't know. Whenever I listen to does, his live stuff, I'm like, does weed count? He he and Snoop. They start they started their own group. I uh, of the not one of the anonymous anonymouses. So Carolyn is a is a big JT fan, Justin Timberlake. I'll tell you what, that motherfucker puts on a hell of a show. I'm I bet. not I'm not a real big Justin Timberlake fan personally. I really am not. Like, but he is a. I will not deny the man's talent. He's he sang and danced for like three hours, like literally the whole time. That's pretty cool. To the crowd. I mean, the dude is is really talented. You know, so um, he's the new Dick Clark. He doesn't age. He's just gonna like stop working one day. He's he's like he's like Michael Jackson, but he doesn't um, molest children. That we know of. That was never proven though. But you remember when uh, it's never proven a, that Justin Timberlake didn't either. There's a check somewhere that says it happened. <laughs> he did. Uh, JT did the Super Bowl, and uh, goes up in the crowd and like some kids on his phone and uh, like. Do you remember that? He's all like, he's on camera right there, but he's like on his phone typing stuff, and and then some good memes memes came out. It was like googling who is Justin Timberlake. <laughs> um, my first concert was a Christian rock concert. A guy named Pe- well, no Petra. And then the next week, I saw Carmen. So you saw two Christian rock concerts in, in a week. <laughs> first concert was Guns and Roses. Nice. The problem good. with it is, it was around when the Use Your Illusion uh, albums were coming out, but mm. they hadn't come out yet. So it was a fucking know any two, of these songs. two and a half hours of new material peppered with a couple standard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of... I want, like, if I go see somebody, I want to see the songs. I want to hear the songs I know. I want to hear the yes. songs. I don't really like live music if I don't know the, the song. Right. Right as NXS's album Kick got big. Like, literally, it got big, and then they, they came to my hometown, and I saw them. And that was a good concert. I passed out, though. But I... They're, uh, like, they're, they're like the uh, theme music for the movie Lost Boys. Like, NXS, they're, like, several of the songs are by NXS. I, I like NXS back in the day. Yeah, they could get down. Why we have? Why do we have so many like uh, rock stars that kill themselves, or or debauch themselves? Really, that you know, that drink or or drug themselves into this the ground. I think it's the good, artistic thing. Good art know? comes from pain, man. Right. I think that's what it is. 
I mean, you know, there's a lot of uh, comedians that are like that, you know, that, like a lot of comedians come from a place where, um, you know, broken home or, you know, like it's the pain is what makes them funny. Oh, Christopher um, Titus's backstory is fucking insane. He's not very funny, though, so. Oh, he's funny. <laughs> ah, he's all right. He's pretty funny. I think it's also, it may not be, like Robin Williams, had his backstory is pretty normal, I think, you know, relatively yeah. speaking. But it's feeling like you're always having to be on stage, you know, it's seeking approval in some kind of way, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that's really, because you're right, comedians, man, like, they die, rock stars die, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, on a yeah, side yeah. note, I just got my big toe stuck in the chair, and I was getting really worried that I couldn't get it out, and I just <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just heard. Celebration. I heard Robin Williams, and I was like, my toe stuck, and, and <laughs> I didn't hear anything until the last word he said. I'm sorry. But it wasn't important. But no, just now, just saying uh, that it's it is a common theme: um, rock stars and comedians that you know either intentionally or unintentionally um, kill themselves. So it's, it's you know, the, the, the tears of the clown kind of thing, you know, like, I don't know. Do you but, think music isn't as innovative as it used to be? Have we run out of ideas? Is, is well, is rock and roll even a thing anymore? I, yeah, see, see, I was a punk rock kid. So like, I didn't come into a lot of the, the, late 70s and early 80s rock and pop music until like it had the bands had broken up because i was wallowing around in all the you know loud you know obnoxious stuff which i still love like if i don't know what to play it's like 80s punk and there's a playlist somewhere do you like well, the like misfits um some the 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 mystique of the misfits when when they, they became big again in the past few years like i was like uh eh, it's not as good as i remember but i can listen to it does that make sense yeah. Yeah. but like De like i can still listen to a dead kennedy's album and just be just as riveted to it but i think part of that is because jello biafra was a better lyricist and talking about like i'm a political junkie about stuff so that you know, that's one of the reasons I like Public Enemy. Like, they were <clears throat> insane because they, they hit it big right at the end of my high school career. Misfits were more macabre than political. Yeah. yeah. That, well, and I would say kind of a modern Misfits or modern comparison would be kind of like Rob, Rob Zombie's White Zombie group, where it was kind of this horror punk. And then White Zombie. I feel like they only this. have one song. That, they've got an album. And then his his solo album with Dracula and stuff on it is really a white zombie album to me. I listened to a lot of classic rock growing up. Um, you know, I still like a lot of that music. Um, you know, CCR and you know, 60s, 70s rock. Um, yeah, and I found all that stuff way later. Like I was even, mid twenties. Even eighties, you know, to a certain degree. But but um, you know, when I listen to if you turn on the classic rock station now and they start playing stuff from like the nineties or mid, you know, I was just like, this is not classic rock. I heard Welcome to the Jungle in Kroger. <laughs> what the fuck? That, this was like Appetite for Destruction. I listened to quietly in my room, waiting for my parents to come rip it out, which they never <laughs> did. They, I didn't know that they were cool yet. 
And make you go to Bible camp so you'd learn from your sins. That's right. I'm like, this is welcome to the jungle. In you know what you are? <laughs> You're in the jungle, jungle, baby. You're in the produce section. You're going to die. <laughs> That's so funny. So, like, well, some small child's uh, getting freaked out. Like, what the there's, a lot of, there's a lot of cussing on that. Why I thought it. Yeah. That was one of like the first albums that I owned with the, you know, the parental lyrics, you know, the parental advisory yeah. thing on there. Tipper Gore. Tipper Gore. Yeah. What a bitch. Tipper. Oh, her name's Tipper. So what do you expect? She was the yeah. original Karen. <laughs> yeah. So to get Bobby Banters back, uh, I went to a Dixie Chicks concert. Georgina and I were dating and to score. Uh, well, I didn't know it at the time, but my previous scoring had led to pregnancy. So, <laughs> hey, high five. Don't know. Medium five. Yeah. So, I don't know. Is that a push? Like, I don't know. You know, uh, nine months later. But uh, the Dixie Chicks can play. Like, they're some badasses. They sound uh, really good live. I actually heard them live too. Uh, yeah. Carolyn, also a fan. Yeah. Uh, she, she loves the Avett brothers and um, you don't know the Avett brothers? No, I don't know them, but I just, the Dixie Chicks, man, like that chick on the fiddle, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And they got in trouble for uh, talking shit about W. Yeah. They got in trouble for. They didn't necessarily get in trouble. They just forgot who their fan base was. Yeah. Well, people well, canceled right. them. Yeah. I mean, like they stopped playing them on country music stations. And stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they they were. That, that'd be like the NAS, NASCAR getting rid of the the rebel flag, flag on everything. Yeah, you just can't. You do know. That. Yeah, you just can't. You know, you'll yeah. you'll you'll alienate your whole whole demographic there. There was a uh, there was like a a rally, you know, or a demonstration in Clemson, South Carolina, with people driving downtown Clemson with their rebel flags up in protest. Yeah, there were. Like burning their records, and people were calling into country music stations. Like, I don't, I'm never want to hear them on their station again. So, <laughs> uh, but other good. people, Rob Thomas uh, puts on a really good show. I went to Counting Crows Rob Thomas uh, concert once, and uh, I like the Counting Crows more, but his uh, his performance was much better, much much better. Is Rob Thomas Matchbox Twenty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then probably my favorite concert was uh, the Foo Fighters. I, I went and them. They were good. My ears were ringing for like two hours on the drive home. It's badass. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the Weezer concert we went to that time. That was fun. Weezer was good too. Yeah, I, li- I like their music. Because uh, I, I remember when the Blue Album came out and just being like, oh my gosh, they get it. Yeah. Um, and uh, we went, I went and saw them, Jim. I went and saw the Gin Blossoms. You were talking about Sticks and um, how they, they played your favorite song as an encore. The Gin Blossoms, I went and saw them about two years ago. And the guy's up there and he's like, we're going to play like three new songs and we're playing the entire album that you came here to listen to. <laughs> and he did it. He played three songs and he played the entire new Miserable Experience album, which is why everybody came to the concert. And I was like, respect. You know your people, dude. Um, Lou nice. Reed, um, I went to see him. And he got up at the front and he's like, I, I don't know if any of you have experienced my, my uh, uh, concerts before, but uh, we're going to start with the first song and we're just playing the album. And they, <laughs> they played the album like uh, almost no break. 
Like they played the entire first side of the album as a medley almost like complete songs. They just didn't pause, just oh, went yeah. into the next one. And then, uh, but he did two encores of his hits, which hits is in quotes because nobody knows. Yeah. They know that song. You know what was, what was good. And I, I just, I think the music industry has changed and it, you can't have that now. Remember the Unplugged series on MTV? Mm-hmm. That shit, there was some good stuff. The uh, Everyone loves the Nirvana one. Alice in Chains is one of my favorite bands in the world. Okay, Theirs was, was good too. Amazing, yes. And that, uh, you just, LL you Cool just J and Aerosmith was really Hell good. Hell yeah. You just couldn't have that now, though. Well, what the fuck would DJ Khaled do? <laughs> He'd hey, say DJ hey. Khaled. Yup, yup, DJ Khaled. That's it. I just, and I think maybe the internet is what has killed that because you can distribute music easily and independently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a Beatles phenomenon will never happen again. Well, and like the everybody, there's a YouTube entitlement too. Like, I put my song on YouTube, so I should be a star because Ellen will find it. Fuck Ellen. She brought Justin Bieber to the world. Justin Bieber has some songs that go hard straight up. Yeah, he needs a baseball bat to his forehead. You know who is actually pretty good um, these I'm sure days? I'm my age. Well, uh, Post Malone has some some bangers. I I couldn't tell you one song. I'm sure I've heard a song. I couldn't Probably tell have. you. He's actually pretty good. Yeah, I don't. I know who he is, but I don't know. I probably would know a song if I heard it. You know? He looks like a dude that works at the gas station. Yeah. Uh, you know who else is good if we're talking modern poppy stuff? Ariana Grande is straight up good. She's good looking. She is. She did you ever? Uh, she likes see donuts. Her? She doesn't bite them. That's just wrong. She was on. Uh, uh, Nickelodeon show Victorious. Oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. She was Cat of later. She, it was Sam and Cat. Mm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Now, see, my kids are not at that age yet. They would be honest. I I've hit that age where I'll hear something new and I'll go, "Oh, they're just ripping off so and so." Kind of like. I go back and listen to Jane's Addiction, and now that I've heard some Led Zeppelin, I'm like, oh, wow, they did steal a lot. Jane's Addiction's pretty good. They're a little, they're a little, a little niche. I knew a dude back in the day that he was ate up for Jane's Addiction, which was the only person in my life I've ever known to be like. Yeah, I wish I had. I've seen him multiple times, but only because I went to Lollapalooza a couple of times. And it was fun. I said, I, I was, uh, I talked and like, so they had the big sound rig right there. And me and my friend Brian were standing there and this guy's foot kept just like swinging by my head. And I looked up and it's ice cube, not ice cube, ice tea sitting there. And it was the body count year. And he had just come off the stage with body count. And so he's standing there, there, and like he's got cops around him protecting him from us who weren't weren't going to do anything to him. But and for all the children out there listening to this, 
uh, body counts big hit was cop killer yeah <laughs> yes yeah. uh, amazingly you could probably listen to their music right now and it would be a little bit appropriate yeah. and by a little bit a lot i almost forgot um a story about i almost forgot to tell this story which is appropriate for this episode um so i went to see old dirty bastard when i was I don't know, high school aged ish. Um, and he was on stage and it was, it was, it was a small venue, like a few hundred people. And I got my shirt signed by him after the show. Like there was a, there was a, I don't know, like a big crowd of people was ODB. He signed it old dirty B. <laughs> it was funny. Um, but then we went to the hotel where he was staying afterwards and we didn't, I didn't hang out with Old Derby Bastard, but there's this guy, Ray Sean, not Ray Kwan, but Ray Sean, who was on stage with him. And we went up to his room and uh, we were like smoking weed and drinking Hennessy. It was like, <laughs> it was like, a, like me and a few of my buddies and all these, all these people that were like part of the entourage. It was, it was pretty fun. He was staying at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> it was a Holiday Inn downtown. So it was like kind of the nice Holiday Inn, but it wasn't like, you know, the Marriott or the, you know, four seasons or something. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was, that was a cool experience. I did actually see Wu-Tang recently when they were in town, um, went there with my cousin and that was, that was good from a nostalgia perspective. Like, uh, like I, I, I still love Wu-Tang, but um, just, you know, seeing them live, like almost all of them in person was pretty cool. And Old Dirty Bastard's son did Old, old Dirty Bastard's spot, uh, all his lyrics. I know Taint is not a big hip-hop fan, but that was, you know, Wu-Tang is, you know, like, kind of part of my identity. And uh, I, w- I would have loved to have seen them in their prime. Not that they're not doing good stuff now. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny to see, like, 50-plus guys, like, 50-plus dudes up on the stage, like, you know, I don't know. But it was it was pretty fun, though. It was cool. I What, what bands did you want to see that you just never got a shot of seeing? I want to see. I want to see Reverend Chuck live. <laughs> I saw Allison Chains with Duvall, the new singer, and I would love to have seen them with Lane. I think he is he is an all time great rock and roll singer. I would like to have seen the Doors live. Oh, that'd be good. Jim might know if you saw his dick or yeah. not. Yeah, it would depend. You, know, you may or may not see Jim's you dick. You might see his dick. Uh, I mean. <laughs> You know, Nirvana would have been cool to see, like, in their heyday. <laughs> that wouldn't be my first choice. Um, I mean, I would have loved to have seen Queen. Yeah, I think Queen would have blown you out of the stadium. Yeah, dude, yeah. dude, Freddie Mercury is just, his uh, range is just unbelievable. There's nobody, nobody before or since really can sing like Freddie Mercury. I mean, he's just. Uh, Chris Cornell. Amazing octave ranges, him. but just. Someone uh, like, I dug that um, dude. Like, you just can't do it. He was one of those dudes when he died. I was like, what the f- you're like 50. What are you dying of a drug overdose at 50? Yeah. You know, like you survived the 90s, <laughs> you know, like shit, dude. Fucking Anthony Kiedis and Flea are still alive and you're dying. Yeah. Queen has always been my go to whenever anybody asked me that question. Uh, the Beatles would have been, one. the Beatles would have been cool, but like, you know, you wouldn't have heard anything over all the chicks going, Aah! Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, Queen. That that's a good one. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to beat that one. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine people putting on a much. I hear the Rolling Stones put on a really good show and all that, but 
I mean, I've seen them, but I'm not a Rolling Stones fan. It's not my bag. Either. I like them, but I don't love them. Like I don't, I, I don't even like them that much. Oh, uh, it just kind of played out for me. Leonard Skinner. I go see Leonard Skinner. The OG Leonard Skinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do like Leonard Skinner. I'm not a huge see, and this is sacrilegious for some people, but I'm not a big um, Led Zeppelin fan. I just for I think, me, their catalog is almost too diverse. Well, I just feel like Plant is just so into himself like and he just goes on these tangents like where he's just i don't know there's no music it's just or the, i mean there's the guitar. him making sex sounds yeah he's just making sounds like for <laughs> minutes at a time and you know i get over, I get over it. i'm not a fan but i would have enjoyed seeing rush yeah my brother-in-law like that's his favorite band rush is he loves rush um rush. public enemy uh, obviously uh I would, go, I would go see, even though like half their songs are, are about how they hate, you know, a 60-year-old white guys. Yeah. Well, with good reason. All right. How about this one? This is, it's a common uh, rock and roll question, but it is, it's important. You're oh, about the Beastie to... Boys. I would have seen them yeah. too. Yeah. They're not licensed to ill anything after Paul's Boutique. Paul's Boutique. Yeah, yeah that was a great album. So this one, you're marooned on a desert island, but you have the choice of one artist that you can listen to the entire catalog, and that's it. Oh, I was going to say one artist, then you take Madonna because she'd want to fuck like all the time. No, you just, you can listen to her stuff. She's, she's old now. I, I don't, I, she's got a really long catalog of just good, decent, easy to listen to songs. Donna's low key good. So you're still gonna yeah. you're still you're still going with Madonna. Madonna, no. Madonna. So did has, you hear the, Madonna has grown as an artist. You know. Did you hear the questions here now? Uh, yes. One artist you could listen to their entire catalog is this like for life. Ooh. For life on a desert island. If you you're slept with Keith Richards, would that count as necrophilia? <laughs> uh, yes. <clears throat> what a what a dumb question. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm a Counting Crows guy. I love the Crows, and they have like his voice sounds the same, but they have a lot of different things that they do too. Um, He covers they cover a wide range, you know, like main instrument guitar, main instrument piano. Um, They cover uh, 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 shit, Jerry uh, Jerry Garcia. They cover his band stuff. All the time. The Grateful Dead. Yeah, the Grateful Dead. They cover Grateful Dead stuff. Um, so yeah, like you can throw in the Counting Crows, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, and so I dig them. Word. I don't know. I can't even make a choice. The plane's going down. Grab it. I think. It grab might, it. I, well, I might. I might choose Michael Jackson. Honestly, I'm grabbing my wife in a parachute. <laughs> But I'm thinking, like, Michael Jackson, as long as I can have Jackson 5, too. Because it's got to, you know, like, okay. i got to have his whole you get, catalog. You're the evolution. Right. Well, because, I mean, you know, that's a lot of music, you know, like, and he's got a lot of hits. I mean, he's got a lot of really good songs. Because, uh, you know, I was thinking the Beatles are, you know, like, they have a lot of really good songs, but they would be, you know, I do get tired of the Beatles if I listen to them like, till probably get tired of michael jackson but it's all i could listen to forever but um yeah but i think 
you know, having a diverse, like you said, a, a diverse playlist. And, um, I could, I could, I could probably listen to a lot of Michael Jackson. Lincoln Park, because every album is completely different. Mm. Hmm. I don't think I knew that. Like I'm going Tool. <clears throat> you know who I couldn't listen to, and I love this band, Blink One Eighty Two, because like all their songs sound pretty much. The I, same. Love, I love, I love, I do too. I love Blink One Eighty Two. They're like a guilty up. pleasure. Like I, I blush a little bit telling people I like. Them. I don't feel the least bit guilty about it, but. Like they either have a slow song, which sounds like their other slow songs, or they have a fast song, which sounds like their other fast songs. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a but, couple of Green Day albums that are like that, but overall, Green Day doesn't do that. It's no, really weird. American Idiot is an all-time great album. Uh, I didn't mention this, and I know I don't know none of you guys went with me, but the Green Day concert we went to in Cincinnati. Uh, I I went with you. Did you go with me? Okay. So, yeah, so uh, fuck you. Taint was obviously a very memorable experience. Yes. The concert was cool. Taint was in there. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, we we had an obstructed view. No, we didn't. There are big-ass fucking screens you can look at the fucking stage on. I know, but you couldn't, you know, to look at the at Billy or Plus, Billy Joel. Billy Joel is about five foot tall. Mm-hmm. Even. And he looks like a Bratz doll. <laughs> you're aging yourself again there Chuck but they put on a badass concert and they have evolved as a group also because they would be considered punk in their roots they were pop punk well they they, they went from punk to pop punk to I don't know what you call them now um, they played at like a bar so in the town we, we live from the, the town we hail from they played in a bar back in the early 90s and I didn't go. I was like, who the fuck is Green Day? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I've got this, like, the, you, this question, Taint, made me think of uh, this, like, playlist that I have. So I listen to, you know, I have radio, and if you thumb up a station, then it adds it to your favorites, you know. So I have my favorites radio station. And um, are we on iHeartMedia? Yes. We are? Okay. Are we? I don't think we are. I don't, I don't know. know. They're trying to take over the podcasting universe because they're well, not working. If, let it, well, if they want to, if they if they'll play our shit, let them they play. didn't get Joe. But you so know, point is, have everything else. The song, the song Woodstock by uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. I'm not sure Young's on that one. Anyway, it just it's a song I like, but apparently iHeartRadio thinks I really like it because every <laughs> time I turn on that station my favorite radio station that song plays like you know there's 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 quite a few songs on there like and i hear them i hear the same ones over and over but like it will never let me not hear i have that on spotify but the song is spoon man by soundgarden spoon man have you seen the spoon lady youtube the spoon lady like she's she's she can spoon man (laughs) I mean, like she's yeah. Explain like, a little spin. She like she is, you know, mesmerizing. When people her. talk about you know like snuggling up to your woman, here's the thing: the spoons are the same size. It's just one's on top of the other. With the metaphor, right? I get you it. You don't put the teaspoons and the tablespoons in the same slot. All the teaspoons are together. All the tablespoons are together. If you are Llewellyn, my daughter, 
Yes, you just throw shit in the drawer. You okay. don't even sort. It's it okay. drives me insane. She's done it since she was like nine. Yeah, there's no way that would be acceptable. You need to beat her. Mm-hmm. As her daughter, according to the Bible, can't you take her to own her to death? Absolutely. Uh, like that's my mother-in-law. Life. My mother-in-law, she would come and she would she would always wash all the dishes by hand. We have dishwasher, but she'd always wash all the dishes by hand. Because like, you know they're clean that way, and that's well, what like, mother-in-laws do. When I think that she thinks that it's saving water. You know, but really, it uses <laughs> more water if, you know, because you have a high efficiency dishwasher and they hardly use any water anyway. But I, but I said, you know, you could just load it in the dishwasher. But then she loads it in the dishwasher and I have to go and rearrange everything because I don't understand the way that she loads it. I won't let anyone load the dishwasher here. It's my domain. It's your job. We, we have gotten in fights on it because, like, I'll pull out the, the manual and be like, this is how they say to load the dishwasher. This is how we load the dishwasher. Um, but, but we actually came to a discussion this week, um, and, and I'm going to sidetrack us. So if a girl who identifies as a girl and a girl, biological girl, who identifies as a male, get together is that a heterosexual or homosexual relationship so my theory is according to the logic of today it is a heterosexual relationship yeah i mean i think i think you know if the you know i think if the woman the the biological woman who also lives their life the woman is attracted to men then it's a heterosexual relationship. But I don't know. It's it's a fine line. I don't even... See, I feel like if we're talking about a relationship with no penis involved. Yeah. Well, but like, the logic of today, though, is you are... I don't know. Who you think you I'm are. Not, she, she, I'm she not fell, there but it's, but, but So she fell in love with this person. She didn't She didn't fall in love with the... with. Which is fine. Love who you want. Right. I, I, I love the one you're with. with. But um, uh, before we, I feel like we're kind of getting off of a uh, rock and roll. But I want, well, I've got sexy, one. Fi- but well, no, I know, but I've got one final thought on rock and roll. What? Um, does anybody that, like that? It is the devil. It is the devil. It's for the devil. But I was thinking about um, John Cougar Mellencamp and Tom Petty, and like they're the most. Who would win in a fight? They're the, no, they're the most likable shit. Tom Petty definitely, but he's dead. Yeah, they're very likable, but like, that's it. Like nobody would be like, "Oh fuck yeah, put that Tom Petty song on again." No, that's I get in a Tom Petty mood, and I don't think Tom Petty about some Tom Petty. I I really like. There's a song um, that I really really like that's that that I've heard recently. I mean, I've I heard it before, but. what is the name of it? Is it, it, is it Refugee? No. Because that okay. one, there's some of his stuff, like, it's, like, dirty, nasty, like, bass guitar stuff, you know? And it's, it's, it's just good, you know? Like, I, like I don't it. know it, then. The stuff I know about both of those artists is there's nothing objectionable about it. It's, it's, no, it's pleasing. Um, Tom Petty have a whole song about weed. Last just, dance with Mary Jane. I mean, okay, cool. We get it, but I think but I don't know. I think for it's, me, I think it's stylistic more than content for you. Like I got potatoes. It is. And I, think it is. In. I think you're lumping Make them. I think you're lumping them together, and like 
John Cougar Mellencamp is definitely like, you know, he's definitely pretty tame, but Tom he's Petty. He's almost country music. Well, yeah, Tom Petty, lyric, there's some roughness lyrically to him. Yeah, lyrics come last for me, though. I'll uh, listen to a song a hundred times before oh, I even know man. what they're saying, because it is stylistic and it's like a certain thing that like will grab you. See, I, I bet you, uh, I bet you, tape mutes all that singing I was just doing. Uh, we've no. actually already noted when that was occurring, <laughs> and it will be removed. Yeah. What is the name of that song? My sister got lucky, married a yuppie. Oh, um, it's in that. It's like, is it? It's not from the "She's the One" soundtrack. It's from that same album. I know what you're talking about. My thing with Tom Petty is like what Cyrano said is I'll get in the mood for Tom Petty when the album is out and then I'll never want to listen to it again. Yeah, like I have I have the She's the One uh cassette because it's a it was a great soundtrack. It really it, it enhanced watching the movie. But I like I know it's in a box. I don't sit there I I I it's never popped up on my playlist since then. Yeah, my mood You're is so not... bad. That's in the song, sorry. You're so bad. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I dig Petty. You're so Melon bad. Camp, I dig the, the popular stuff, but I would never listen to a John. Like, I never put in Spotify. John, I like John like, Houses. Like, I don't think I've ever put Petty in to listen think, to. Like, there's I, a, the, I like it. John, right. I like, I, I don't really like Tom Petty, too, but um, John, John Cougar Melon Camp, or no longer Cougs, he's just John Mellencamp. I, I think he wants to be, and a lot of people have this opinion, but he, he wants to be Bruce Springsteen real bad, but he can't be Bruce Springsteen. I just, and, 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 and what I'm saying is there's nothing objectionable about either one of them. Like, you don't go turn that shit off. Yeah, I'm that, I understand that for me, Neil Young also falls in that. He falls right square in there. But, yeah, but Neil like, Young, Neil Young is the ugliest man in rock and roll. He ever. is fucking hideous. He is ugly. Bless his but heart. I, I think Neil Young's voice is, you could, you could definitely grow tired of his voice. I like. He has that weird falsetto he'll get into sometimes. And it's just yeah. like, oh my gosh. I go to Hollywood. I go <laughs> to Redwood. And you're like, is fucking Tiny Tim in here? Where's the ukulele? Yeah. But I like, I, but I, I can listen to his songs. I'm not going to turn them off. Oh, I need I need some deep seated rage in my in yeah. my rock and roll. It's just like Southern man. It's just Southern not hard enough song. for you. I think you know. Like, I think it must be like I'd rather listen to Cemetery Gates. And on the spectrum, like Mellencamp and Petty are different. You know. Um, yeah. You know what? The more I listen to Pearl Jam, and Pearl Jam's one of my favorite bands, like of all time. I hear a lot of uh, the Boston Pearl Jam. I swear I do. When I listen to it, I know it's different, but I'm telling you, I hear it. It's so weird sometimes. Hmm. A lot of the boss? Per- yeah. Springs Pearl Jam Bruce. for me is a song by song band. Like, I'll like one song and mm. I won't like a bunch of other stuff. And then I'll like a song. And- I was big into grunge, but not Pearl Jam. But I like them more now than I did back then. I like lyrically, I think they're, they're a strong band, though. I like Eddie Vedder's uh, solo stuff too. I don't know it. Speaking of rock and roll, my absolute favorite thing going on right now is how many conservative people are pissed off about Rage Against the Machine as they suddenly realize that they're <laughs> they're, they're political. Which yeah, Chuck and I talked about this the other day. I didn't realize how long Rage Against the Machine had been on the scene, but like oh, ninety three yeah. or yeah, two like or something. Fucking ninety three. Yeah. They literally. 
fuck you, I won't do what you told me. Yeah. What do you think that was about? You know? Yeah. Like, well, what do you, you think that was about? You know? I, yeah. I saw some good stuff on Twitter going on there. <laughs> like, dude, what machine do you think they're raging against? Like, the, the, the printer? <laughs> Everyone hates the printer. And what was and office space? And what was, yeah. and what was on parade? Oh, on parade. Yeah. Oh, Pamploma, man. right? Yes. <laughs> but, but, um, Zach, uh, De La Roca, man, that dude, he's got bars. He's, he's, I like that guy. I'm a big fan of Audio Slate, though. You take the, the band of rage and you take chris cornell from soundgarden you mash it together and it's magical chuck d and rage against the machine did a, a thing together as prophets of rage and oh, it's yeah. it's so weird to hear because it's like that the angry guitars that i really like and then chuck d who i really like and it just it, it was a weird mesh for me but i listened to it <laughs> what, we're ta- what we're talking about beastie boys before and um their their shit they were hardcore they, hello before, nasty yeah. yeah before rap they were yeah they were mm-hmm. which one of you fuckers told me to listen to their jazz album i feel like that was chuck it's it was me oh, it was it's, a not, you motherfucker. it's not a jazz album it's an instrumental album and it's kind of funk it's okay, good yeah. it's i listened good. to it and, and i gave it like three or four songs i didn't hate it but it wasn't my bag so it was <laughs> like uh stuck. tom petty yeah, it's like, I, need lyrics. Yeah. I need lyrics. I really do. Like I, I can listen to an instrumental song, but I can't listen to an instrumental album. So have you gone back and listened to like mm-hmm. scat and stuff like that where they like sing, but they don't do words? <laughs> so there's a couple of really strange avant-garde artists that I listened to back in the, uh, I guess, late nineties where they took that idea, but they would they would sing, but they wouldn't sing words. And you'd, it, it was, yeah, I went through a phase. One of my favorite all-time bands is an instrumental band. Um, Oingo Boingo? No. No, they're, they're, called, they're called Tortoise. Um, they're from Chicago. And the, the musicians are so good that the guitar player always plays guitar, but from song to song, the other dudes switch instruments. Like they have two drum sets and you've got multiple string instruments and some keyboards and like a marimba or something. And on this one, there's two drum sets. This dude's playing bass, this dude's playing guitar. And then on the next one, this dude switches to a, a baritone guitar. This guy switches over to some percussion. It's, it's crazy. They're, they're amazing. Yeah, ELO's got a lot of um, instrumental stuff. So I cannot listen to instrumental stuff like Bobby, but I dig film scores. Weirdest thing ever. Love me some film scores. I'm like, I have particular ones that I like. Like there's this uh, movie that came out in like 01 called Flyboys. It's about um, the Lafayette Escogil in uh, France during World War One. It's just got a cool, it's some kind of, um, some kind of pipe or pan flute or something that you they use throughout the entire soundtrack, but it's freaking Zampir awesome. Zampir pan flute. It is so cool. And we got, oh, a, now we got a picture of Bobby's boots. Yeah. I think he's cold. Like, There's a little like nipple. The, uh, the Pulp Fiction soundtrack is good. Film score, not soundtrack. Okay. Film, film score, score is completely different. Like the sound, I know like, what you're saying. Like the film score for Braveheart, I really, really, really like. Like it's it's a good film score, it really is. So, 
way back in the day, it started in college, I would write like short stories or plays or something like that and then never give anybody the scripts, but I would make a soundtrack to it and give people soundtracks. I was the mixtape guy. You were the mixtape guy? That's very Chuck T. Yeah. That is very Chuck T. Yeah. I can't tell you I love you, so I give you this mixtape. <laughs> Ignore the commercials I had recorded off the radio. <laughs> No, it was it was like it got, it got to a like strange cottage industry. Like people would start asking me, "Well, when you do one this year, it was it was weird because they'd try to figure out the story because that's that became the thing to do." Uh, so we've done sex, we've done rock and roll. Uh, do we want to do drugs? I fucking love drugs. <laughs> we want to do drugs right now. <laughs> do you want a new drug? Uh, dude, Huey Lewis low key slaps. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I will. Huey, it's call me maybe is like Huey Lewis songs to me. Like it comes catchy. on and then it and then it totally gets stuck in my head and then I like take a uh, a an ice pick and I jam it in my ear oh, and stir the it around. The power of love, man. That's a banger. And my problem is like because of my age, maybe, or because I love eighties movies. Whenever I hear a Huey Lewis song, I go to Back to the Future. (laughs) Uh, My brain flashes Back to Back to the Future, or to um, oh, what is the creepy movie with uh, your boy in it? It's a a black, uh, a dark, uh, dark. It's not a comedy. It's got Christian Bale in it. Oh, American Psycho. Oh yeah. That's a funny, funny movie. It is a creepy movie. Have you not seen it, Taint? You look like you've not seen it. No. Uh, you should go watch it. Don't let the kids in the room. Okay. Yeah, because he... Uh, it's got a couple of gory scenes. Oh, gory and inappropriate for children in every sense that you can think of. And during the midst of this thing, which I'm having to edit myself because one of my children is immediately to go somewhere else. Um. He is discussing Huey Lewis's catalog. <laughs> so a lot of people thought that his first album, which was more commercially successful, <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. I had him. I had him. I like Huey Lewis. It's just catchy. It's you know. For me, me the catchy is Rick Springfield. Success hasn't spoiled me yet. Great, great album. You ever heard of Boz Skaggs? I've heard of Boz Skaggs. Yes. Yeah, he has a couple songs. You know who's Jethro Tull is another one of those bands. If it comes on, I don't turn it off, but I don't choose it. You know who's hit or miss for me? Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I, he yeah. is a song by song. So, so the the song the song um, I Hungry Heart, like the opening line of the song is where he talks about like got a wife and kids in Baltimore, Jack, and then he just takes off and he never comes back, like. Uh, so basically, it's about him abandoning his family. Yeah. That's, that's what I got from him. And, and it's like one of his best songs. But like when you read, like I Googled the song. Like I was trying to like, I was like, how, what is it about? Like, why does it never talk about the fact that this is a guy who's abandoning his family? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's funny to me. I think, I think that's what you have to do with Springsteen is you have to, you, if you listen to the song, you're like, I don't like this. It doesn't hit me, you know, like. 
it doesn't hit me stylistically. You got to still Google the damn song and be like, what the fuck's he talking about? You know? Because right. there's yeah. always something he's talking about. You just got to figure out what the fuck it was. You know? I like, That's I like, why uh, I like the Genius uh, website because they annotate the lyrics. So yeah, like, if you don't know it, you can... I got a wife and a kid in Baltimore, Jack. I went out for a ride and I never went back. Like a river that don't know where it's flowing, I took a wrong turn and I just kept going. That's original lyrics. You're welcome. That was my rap for today. Thanks, Dr. Shaw. We appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah. All right, we need to move on to drugs because it's almost midnight up in this bitch and I got to get up tomorrow and chase Dr. Chuck on a bike. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about y'all. I don't really do drugs these days but when i was younger i did mass drugs drugs are bad okay <laughs> wait a second they were giving out drugs at your mass yes oh wow yes I jim did. jones jim i did jones a lot of drugs back in the day i was pretty much I was the teetotaler i tried some other things a little bit but it was pretty much just weed but it was a lot of weed <laughs> And yeah, my, I, I smoked my advice was weed, sex. But... Once I found it, I found it. Yeah, you're addicted to weed. I suck dick for coke. <laughs> said Bob. Uh, you ever suck dick for weed? <laughs> yeah, but it was. Um... I had I had one night because coke is expensive. I did have one night where I hung out with some dudes, and there was unlimited coke, and that was uh, that was fun. Gotta tell you, it's a lot of carbonation. Yeah, it's a lot of carbonation. No cocaine. <laughs> I drank, so, I drank a whole two liter of big red once. So I threw that shit right. <laughs> so like if if it like you know the like marijuana, there's big legalization pushes right now. Grandpa, but you've got some. Aren't there some countries that they're just like it's all legal now? Por- yeah. Portugal's the big one. Uh, the Netherlands, most stuff is. I mean, they legalize everything. What would happen? Uh, we would have a whole lot less crowding in our prisons. We would have uh, we would have probably a lot less violence and people killing to get drugs. That you know, like you we, would you would I, shut down the cartels. Would. See, so, I think we wouldn't shut down the cartels. I think I, the cartels would kill a bunch of politicians until they made it illegal again. Possibly, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think people would turn against that. My concern with legalizing drugs across the board is that we have a society that lives in excess. Like, I think there are other countries that can do that because they're like, I'm going to have a glass of wine for dinner. Whereas we're like, I got well, my so I'm, I'm drinking 24 Natty Lights. <laughs> and so, so Cyrano, my thought is with that, you don't do it all at once. Maybe eventually we get there, but you got to start with weed. You know, at least oh. start with But my thing is, it's like. I think we should do weed because it's, it's like. There's cool. literally no reason for it to be. Illegal. Yeah. Yeah. But my, my point is. People are doing the drugs anyway. So, like, I don't think that you're going to all of a sudden have all these people doing drugs just because they're legal. I think that the people that are wanting to do the drugs are going to do the drugs whether they're legal or not. You know, that's my point. Like, like, the, like the district judge is just like, fuck, I can do cocaine now, so I'm just going to get fucking strung out right. on coke. I mean, it's illegal. Might as well. But, I mean, I just, I don't see that happening. I, I think, I think. It could be too much all at once if you were just saying, okay, fuck it. Nothing's legal. Now everything's legal. But um, but I do think that uh, we should eventually get there because... And least, tax it. Yeah, tax it. I'm because, all about the sin taxes. Well, it's just, it just, you know, like we gambling isn't even legal in every 
state, you know, it's just sports gambling and it's give me a fucking break. Like it's just, it's, people are going to do these things regardless. You might as well exit, regulate it, make it legal, make it safe. You know, I, I, I think, um, you know, and we obviously know that we have a prison overcrowding, but I think because there's so many private prisons that make so much money on them, they don't, they don't want those to be shut down. They don't, they don't. Yeah. But it's, it's, see, but it, it legalizing drugs isn't going to get black people out of prison. We'll find a different excuse for that. Yeah. Like, I, I can't believe that, that Chaz, San Chaz, is that where we're at? Or are we at mm-hmm. Lost Chaz? Just we're Chaz. at San Chaz? I was just Chaz. Oh, we're at Chaz. We're at the sub, sub Chaz. Uh, I can't believe in Chaz that we're constitutional carry because there's no way they don't, like, I, it blows my mind because of how many times they use that as attack on charge uh, against uh, our black populace. Because they don't use it as attack on charge against the white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But drugs. It's just the man bringing us down. I went to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam on uh, legal mushrooms. Hmm. I... Um... I don't know. Good times. Most of my <laughs> were spent in a haze. No, it was a uh, haze going through my brain. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> yeah, I um. That just happened. I went and saw. <laughs> I went and saw. Um, went and saw uh, Super Troopers when it came out, like in the theaters, stoned, and. Uh, that was a pretty good experience, I gotta say. It was like the opening scene of that movie is pretty hilarious. And when you're stoned, it's it's really, really hilarious. Have you ever seen Super Troopers on weed? <laughs> exactly. You can put your weed in it. So like Dark Side of the Moon and Wizard of Oz. Uh we we in college, uh one of the like dorm activities was we're gonna watch that. Yeah. And then everybody sitting down there watching it and they're like, okay, okay. Okay, and finally one dude was like, "This works way better when you're high." Yeah. <laughs> Dark Side is an all-time great album, by the way, except for the Pink Floyd part. No. The first time you get out of here. The first time I ever smoked weed, I was in uh, my buddy's Jeep, and he had a system, and I was in the back seat, and. I don't know. They they say you don't usually get high your first time, and I don't know how high I was, but all I know is I was sitting in the seat, and the, it was just the vibration, and I felt like it was going through me. I was like, um, I don't know. It was an interesting experience. But... Shit yourself. <laughs> yes, a little bit, just a little bit. Here, I had what? a friend. In, I had a friend in high school who we went to a party, and he shit himself. He got so drunk, he started laughing, and just. Mm. Now see, I've been I've been really fucked up before, like drunk, high, whatever, but like I've never lost control of my fluids that I can recall or, or bodily functions. Now, there is this one time, it's still a mystery to this day. I have no idea what happened. And I'm pretty sure I didn't pee in this drawer, but there was a drawer I'd gotten home. Like I like I only blacked out drunk like twice in my life. Like t- twice in my life that that I'm, and one time, and it makes me so mad that I cannot remember because I'm like, what the fuck did I do? How did this happen? But like, we opened the drawer, and it was the drawer that like 
all of our um, like plastic bags, like uh, Ziploc bags and, you know, stuff like that were in um, Reynolds wrap, whatever. And, uh, and it was just, everything in it was just soaked, just totally soaked, but nothing smelled like piss. So I'm pretty confident. I didn't it's pee. just real watery. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'd, I'd probably drank, drank a lot of fluid. So it was, but what could have happened if it wasn't pee? Like if I didn't open the drawer and piss in it, did I just dump something in it? Like, I don't know, like how that happened. Cause it, it wasn't like it was on the sink side where it could have gotten leaked into or whatever. Like it was, I don't know. We didn't have an animal at the time that could have possibly gone in there and done something. Have, what you, you, ever, do have you ever transcended your personality? I have. What does that even mean? It's wild. You're kind I, of a. Every oh, time shit. I open my mouth, I transcend my personality. Oh, uh, it was like I was so. Lost soon enough. Yeah, he'll be back. I was so fucked up that it. I, I was like a. You know, did you ever see the SpongeBob where uh, Plankton is driving around a robot, Mr. Krabs? Okay, it was much like that, where like I was just kind of a a an operator of my body, and I had transcended my personality. It's very interesting. It was like the original Men in Black when there's like the alien inside the dude. Yeah, you know it's when like they're I, doing the autopsy on him. Yeah, it was like I was kind of me, but like I didn't have any personality traits that were associated with me. I was very removed from. It, it was wild. I've been so drunk, I haven't been able to figure out, like, well, like, I remember, like, talking to my hands because they weren't going to the place I was trying to get them to go to. <laughs> and, and like, people thought I was talking to them who were with me, and I would get irritated <laughs> at them for interrupting my conversation with yeah. my hand, who I was trying to get to pick up the drink, and he just couldn't find it. Yeah. Did you look like our dear president the other day trying to drink a glass of water with two hands? <laughs> Uh, and what a weird way to grab that. You know, he's got those little hands, though. So it's uh, yeah, just have little hands. So this this is something kind of off the subject, but it's it it's related to drugs. So um, not completely off the subject, but this made me think of it. I don't know. We were at my brother in law's house. He used to live in this house. We called it Big Pink, and we would go and have parties there, hang out. And there's this uh, there's this dude there. I won't say his name. Um, not his real name. Pink. Tank McDaniel, that was his name. And uh, <laughs> he was, he was, we, he, we called him, we called him, we called him the Neanderthal because basically he was just a big, blithering idiot. Now he was, he was a really big guy. He was, he was, you know, and not fat. He was just like really Ogre tall. from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, he was like that. And he just kind of just oafish and, you know, but he was, you know, like, I don't know. I can't, it's, you'd have to know him to, to really describe. But he, but he was like super confident about how good he was at smoking weed. He's like does it all the time. He's like I smoke weed all the time. He's like and 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 so takes one hit of this bowl and coughs so much he just throws <laughs> up right on the coffee table. That's all. And like and it was because he was talking shit about his his prowess as a weed smoker. And then that's a party fail. That's pretty bad. I mean, at least he didn't throw up in the weed. It was just on the table but um i was like yeah chuck you've really got it delete that um really uh really really impressive skill there but but um i had one more sex related thing to talk about that i think would be pretty quick 
because I want to ask about this. Okay, when it burns when you pee, go to the doctor. Okay. So um, I'm into occasionally watching a documentary. Like, oh, uh, I've got a great sex thing to tell y'all. But I've told, <laughs> uh, I've told, uh, I've told. Uh, oh shit! It's what it says right there. I read. I literally. Oh shit! It changed again. Fucking Sorry. a. I got you. Now I go in and do that. Thought we were. Sorry um, about that. My no, um, I'm into some of these documentaries. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Like, there's uh, lesbian documentaries. There's uh, teen documentaries. Ebony documentaries. Like, um, these are documentaries. Yeah, I know. Are these documentaries on Pornhub. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or X videos uh, or something. Like yeah, that. I'll I'll occasionally watch a documentary, and when I'm scrolling through to see what documentary is gonna gonna uh, you know satisfy your needs yeah what the fuck is up with all the family shit i don't know i I look at no one in my family and think i want to fuck them uh bill maher Maher did a riff on that the other day he was like what's with the incest porn yeah dude fucks milf and dude fucks stepsister and dude you know yeah fucks when he was like, he was like, whose mom walks in on her daughter going down on a guy and is like, hey, I'm in. Who fantasizes about that? Because all these documentaries are, you know, like fantasy. And and I will say, I doubt that any of the familial relationships of the are participants legit. of the documentary are real. Outside it, of Mississippi. I think I'm yeah. pretty sure there's a disclaimer. But, uh, it, but they're not related, but. But like that shit makes me go soft. I don't know. I'm not into it. I don't know. Put me down for not that. I just, but obviously some people like that kind of documentary. A lot of people. I I don't know if it's the, it's the whole forbiddenness. Um, I know in like, when I worked at the comic shop in, in the Japanese culture, they're in most anime. The younger brother always has a a fantasy about the older sister. Always, hmm. it's like in almost every. Excuse me, I had a hiccup, and I think I broke something. <laughs> it's 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 in almost every series. It shows up in some way, and uh, but I I and I don't know if in in that culture it's you know the forbiddenness of that. But there must you know, be more of that repressed than we realize i it, yeah i yeah it, it's one of those one of those things where i'm like i don't get it well i can watch it and get off to it to be honest but it doesn't to me like it's so obvious that this is not the mom this well is not- i just have to skip the beginning when they say oh i want my brother to stick his dick in my pussy yeah or they keep saying brother brother it's like it's like yeah, brother, because they never call each other by their actual name. They never like Steve or Billy or but it's always like brother, brother, sister. Yeah. It's like they have to emphasize like that part is pretty unnecessary, I feel like. Um, but it's over the top, I guess. Um, I don't know, but I'm I'm just I'm, but I'm yeah, I mean, you guys can judge me all you want, but I, I do not have fantasies about people in my own family. Um, but I can I can still watch that and off on it but it's not i wouldn't say it's my thing i don't know i don't know what my thing is i mean i can watch the video but just the the thought like the whole premise i have to get over the premise of the documentary 
So you have to you have to sound off it. It's it's muted. Um yeah. Depends. This that damn remember that that damn uh COVID thing? Uh when we were all locked up with our families for like months. Yeah. You have to turn into a fucking ninja to jack off, I swear. <laughs> well you got a full house though. Yeah. I'm never I'm never alone. I always say I'm never alone. Like I just never have any free time. Like and I, I I really like, you know, like if I'm going to the bathroom, like that's like my private time, but that's not my time to jack off usually. Like I just I don't want that to be my You know you know, like an auto erotic blumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't need I don't need another thing to do while I'm in there. <laughs> got too much. A way that I like. I have oh, a way if, that I like to do it. I have a set method, but I but very candles rare. and shit. Yeah, I mean, I got I got essential oils. I got to set the mood for myself. So basically, I just don't. Do a little bit of wine. Just it just doesn't it just doesn't happen much these days. I should just it it it's a necessary thing, or I'll I'll murder everybody I live with after you know a week or so. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? What happened? To, what happened to Taint's family? Well, he wasn't able to back off. But he re- <laughs> went crazy. He, he redid the patio, but it's three feet deep of concrete. <laughs> uh, luckily, my libido is not at an eleven like it used to be. I'd say in the past year or two, it's finally dialed back to a oh. nine. Remember when you were like eighteen and you could yank a couple out in the day, then go screw, you know, all night long, and then yeah, yeah. it was it was like it was like you had super rope or something down there. I have a friend who told me like he stayed home from school sick. This was like back in like middle school or whatever. It was his record. I think it it was thirteen times. Nice. Why would you even want to do that that many times? Like one for every birthday. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank after you, like Father McGuire. I don't know. I think I, I've 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 probably had three or four in a day. But after, you know, it starts to chafe, it starts nothing even comes out anymore. It's just I don't even know. It's not worth it. Oh, uh, do you remember your first time? And like something came out and it scared you? Oh, I remember. And you're I, like, knew oh. I knew what it was. Trying to run away from it. <laughs> but I was I was uh I was I was surprised. I was like eleven. I got started early though. Yeah, I, I got started early as well. But um, I mean, I I I uh, think I, I I don't know. I've been pleasuring myself since as long as I can remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I, th- I think I, I was yanking on it there. before before anything would come out. I definitely was. I well, was think about uh, your like when your kids are little and you have to explain to them when they're two. Hey, you know, I know that feels good, but stop playing with that in front of people. Yeah, it's private time. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing is you got to like, you you know, because you don't want to shame them about it. It's like it's their body. Um, so but you just got to be like, do that in private. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's your thing. And so, you have to make sure they know that it, it, it will send them directly to hell. Yeah, it's the fast pass. Yes. Uh, it's like the Disney fast pass. Yes, straight to hell. I think, I think we're all going to hell then. Not not just the four of us, just everybody. Well, I'm a reverend, so I'm forgiven. Yeah. Right. Um, well, that's the thing. You just gotta ask ask for forgiveness, and you're and you're saved. 
Yeah. Well, the, right. I got it. I got to dunk you underwater for five minutes or so. I think is what it is. I, I, five I, minutes, I never five minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. I got. If you survive underwater. this, if you survive I, this, you can make it to heaven. I got what dunked underwater when I was around thirty. You, However, it was for some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Zero. Zero. So, so. Falling asleep there, buddy. No, got kids running in and out. That's the bad thing about having older kids is they keep coming upstairs. Tell them to go the fuck to bed at midnight. You need to put a deadbolt on that downstairs door. <laughs> There's no egress down there. I think that might be a problem. It's mostly legal. Yeah. Pretty, pretty sure that's what caused Harry Potter to have some issues. Ah, but then he became a wizard and saved yeah. the world. He did yep. do that. He ended up good. He yeah. did do that. So apparently you need to have a little strife in your life so you can achieve. That's right. How are they going to become a rock and roll star if they don't have any difficulty in their life? Yeah, or a comedian. They're just going to watch Almost Famous and get inspired. All right. Mm. All right. I think drug talk? Yeah, it's time oh, for... Oh, no, I've got a sex oh, story. Sex it's story. not time. So I'm re- so, uh, Joan and I have a jailbroken um, fire stick, from what I hear. And as I understand jailbroken, it means that we can download a, uh, a program on the fire stick and then go watch different things, like from Canada or from, you know, whatever. So we like uh, geeky TV shows, and there, there's this Canadian TV show. Uh, it's not really Canadian. Well, I think he is Canadian. I don't know. It's the Orville. So we were watching that because we missed some stuff. And we go on this thing and you click on it and then it comes up and says whether it can play or not. And we're sitting there and we get to the episode and we're sitting there and I click on it and the video comes up and it's this lady and she's sitting kind of like this and typing. But she has no shirt on. It's just boobies and lady. And she's you know, smiling and laughing at the camera. And so Joan's like, what did you just turn on? I was like, you just saw it. It was horrible. I have no idea what's going on because I thought I was in trouble. And she's like, well, well just fast forward it. See if it's just, you know, a bad link. So we fast forward it. So, we, you know, we jumped through about half of it and pop back in and the ladies sitting there and she's still typing and still looking at the thing. And then she adjusts the camera and it scooches back and she's on this day bed. And, and Joan's like, Holy crap. What are, what is getting ready to happen? And I was like, I think we're getting ready to see her goods. And she's got on these red panties. She scoots back and she's laughing and her, her knees are about as far apart as it possibly can be. And she's laughing and talking to the screen, but we can't hear anything. Um, and then she pulls the panties aside and it's, and all of a sudden this like baby leg sized penis drops out. So Joan starts cackling like a mad woman <laughs> screaming. That's a penis. That's a penis. That's a penis. <laughs> and I'm going, they're usually not that big. <laughs> she says, Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I, 
it it was it was surprising. It was shocking. It was not the reaction I thought I would have at seeing boobies and a penis at the same time on the same person. Um, but I I was educated a little bit, and uh, yeah, you're a better you're a better man for it. Yeah, we t- we turned it off and we laugh about it still. And so, is it? Um, I don't know. Emasculate when when a when a woman has such a big penis. Uh, I I'm hoping that it's it's a camera trick because you know right now on this Zoom call it looks like my head's like four feet tall. So and we all know my head's only three feet tall. So it's pretty big, but yeah. The but I'm hoping it's something like that. But yes. So, but apparently when you shave them they do look longer. That's how I know that fact and was suggesting okay. that to you guys earlier because that's the only thing i can figure out because after the mirror thing today and going oh my gosh people want to fuck this thing and uh you know my 70 year old body that's droopy um you said people no (laughs) 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 well besides joan there's there's the stepsister the milf uh, (laughs) right the the pizza delivery yeah right the plumber yeah mm-hmm. although anybody I'm st- who comes in the house i'm stuck in a ladder <laughs> <laughs> if only yeah, somebody will help me out yeah oh <laughs> yeah like the uh, woman got her got her got her hand stuck in like the uh the the drain like the the disposal or something it's like how do they always get themselves in these precarious situations? Yes. <laughs> like or I've seen one where they were like, she was stuck in the window. She's like half in, half out. <laughs> I want to write the scripts for those. Like I have but, one, we're going to call it the dentist. So it's totally, <laughs> nobody get, nobody realizes. So then, And so then, like the receptionist is leaning out the window and they're like, is the doctor in? And the doctor's behind her just railing her, <laughs> you know, like he's riding the rodeo. And she's like, oh yes, the doctor is in, right? <laughs> no, but the thing is, those ones where they get stuck, then it just becomes rape porn. <laughs> stuck in the couch. That was, that was one that... <laughs> Stuck under, like stuck under the bed. Have you seen that one? Like no, no. Ass is just up in the air, and then and then the son has to come in and help her, of course. And and he has it's to a help. documentary. It's one of those documentaries, yeah. Right. He has to come in, help her, helps her by pulling her pants down and fucking her. And it's yeah. Then it's then she's like no 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 no. But then he gets her unstuck, and then she's like oh I'm into this now. So I don't know. <laughs> like it's a it's a you know it's amazing. I've been stuck in very precarious positions at times in my life, but at no point has anybody walked up and had sex with me. <laughs> I know, you're just, it's unfortunate, you know? For shame. Yeah, yeah for shame. Nobody's ever walking up, walked up and just taken advantage of the situation. Maybe like, if they were on drugs playing rock and roll. Yeah. All so, right, let, let's, uh, it's time for... Bitch, please. All right, uh, bitch, please. I'm go- we're gonna go around the horn, Doctor T. Oh shit, I'm first. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my bitch, please, has nothing to do with sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Same. 
Okay. Okay. Is that still legal? Yeah. Okay. I'll allow it. Yeah, we'll allow it. Okay. So my bitch please is shit, I found it on my phone and then I lost it again. Hold on a second. This makes good radio. Yeah, this is. Uh, I think this is fantastic radio. Bobby, go. So mine is. The two people you know are the most unprepared. You asked for first and second. No, really? No, mine. Mine is. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Um, you know, kind of what we're talking about earlier, but it's you know just fucking legalize it already. Like at least legalize weed throughout the country, really worldwide, but. You know, I live in this country, so I mean, make it federally legal, tax it. You know, like why why throw people into jail for weed? Like, you know, I'm not saying everybody needs to smoke weed. I'm not saying everybody does smoke weed, but I will say this: every social class smokes weed. You know, rich, poor, young, old, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. It it doesn't matter. I've known people of all success levels that have smoked weed, that do smoke weed. You know, doctors, lawyers, you know, mechanics. The guy that lives in his parents' basement, who's, you know, 30 years he old. He smokes a lot of weed. Well, he might, but he might not. You know what I'm saying? So those stereotypes are just ridiculous. Like the, the, the classic pothead, they do exist, you know, but there's also a lot of people that smoke weed that are really, really successful. And um, anyway, it's just, you know, alcohol, alcohol is legal. How many people do you know that smoke a bunch of weed and then go and beat their wives, you know, or go and kill a bunch of people because they got behind the wheel and they, you know, couldn't, control themselves I, I don't know like I, it's that's my thing bitch please fucking just legalize it go cards go Krogering. all right take that out no way dude that was that was the commercial back in the day you don't remember I know. That I you gotta leave know. that shit in bro but that's the, that's the old school from, from thing. Chad. chuck t wouldn't know that because he's from some uppity ass fucking state he is, still, he is still by the way he is still, by the way, looking for his bitch, please. I know. I lost it completely. So do you have yours, Suno? I always have mine. You know that. I'm always ready to rage <laughs> against some individual. So oh, I'm here, here. Maybe. Hold on. You got to go last now, Chuck. This okay. is what it sounds like when he has a, has sex, by the way. It's like, wait, I, wait, no, wait, no. Give I'll me two minutes. I have then, the position we're going to do right here on my phone. <laughs> right. Then there's three minutes of it's silence. in this documentary. <laughs> there's three minutes of silence. And then he finishes, and nobody knows except him. But I know I'm good at sex because I always finish. Because I always yeah, come. Oh yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. We are complicated that way. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Cool. I started getting all slow motion on my screen and stuff, so yeah. I was like, <laughs> "Okay." So uh, I proposed, and this was never brought up amongst the group that we should do another segment called "Lindsey Graham is a Cunt." Fucking because ass. he's a cunt. <laughs> I so, sent y'all. I sent y'all a video about him earlier today. You did, and, and you know, I had a couple of different bitch pleases because I've I've been sitting around not doing much as of late because I'm on furlough from a job. And uh, so Lindsey Graham is a cunt, and he's my bitch please for this week because there's an awesome uh, ad out where he is praising um, the person who is running against our dear leader, uh, Mr. Donald J. Trump. And saying basically like that God could not have created a better person than, than Joe Biden. Um, at the same time, uh, he is running an investigation into uh, 
the the Russian probe to try to find out, you know, like what happened with Russia. And he's gotten power to subpoena, um, you know, Obama officials and uh, supports a probe into Joe Biden's son and whether or not he was, you know, getting illegal money and stuff. So, you know, Lindsey Graham's a cunt. I'll try to find something every time we broadcast to talk about how big of a cunt Lindsey Graham is. He is a cunt. cunt. Sad note, um, he is in a tough race in his state. Um, so if y'all, if y'all know anybody from round about his parts, call them people and be like, he's a cunt. Don't Which state is he? South Carolina. That's what I thought. Um, so he's my bitch, please. Lindsey Graham, shut the fuck up. You were supposed to be John McCain's best friend and you have allowed everybody to dishonor that man's memory. So bitch, please. I found my bitch, please. <laughs> Why the fuck are we bailing out corporations? If you want to put money in corporations, I do it by putting your money in the hands of poor people. Poor people, pe- poor people spend, and and by poor people, I mean anybody, you know, under anybody under upper class in our society. And the fact that we that little twelve hundred dollar check that was supposed to help people and bail them out and stuff like that. Oh, and unemployment. Don't sit there and go, people are just sitting on unemployment because they have extra money. No, you don't fucking pay people. So of course they're gonna sit on unemployment when we're gonna bail them out. And if your job needs an appreciation day, you're not getting paid enough. You're getting shit on. Bitch, please go back to taking care of your workers if without an educated workforce, without a healthy workforce, there's no reason to have a workforce because you're, that's why you're shipping stuff out of the country. That's why you're shipping jobs out of the country. Stop being a dick, dick rag and get it done. Um, I agree. In, maybe instead of, instead of paying people better, we could just make everyone have an appreciation day. Like hedge fund manager appreciation, appreciation day. day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My bitch please is as we get closer to September and September 11th, I don't want to hear jack shit about the Twin Towers because all buildings matter. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just woke up, Joe. <laughs>that's the other thing I was going to tell y'all so with that identification question I asked earlier so then I said well here's what we'll do Joan you're going to identify as the man in our relationship and I'll identify as the woman in our relationship we're going to do a total role reversal mess with everybody all the time but then I started thinking about it and like she's the man in our relationship (laughs) same and you know and I'm like oh yeah I just want to make the house look pretty. Can I paint the walls this color?